everybody, and welcome to a Christmas week edition of Getting Hammered. I'm Mary Catherine Ham. I'm here with my friend Vic Mattis. How's it going, Vic? Hello, Mary Catherine. It's going fine. You know, I, I'm so happy to know that we're all able to celebrate with our families. I was watching a, a thing on CNN, and they had another doctor on on CNN. I think he was with the New York City Council. I'm not sure. In any event, the doctor said that there's nothing wrong with celebrating. You should celebrate with your family as long as you know that they're all, you know, COVID free. And and then he assured us and said, for example, he said, I'm going to have I'm going to celebrate the holidays with my family. They're all coming over to my house. The guy says he said they're all uh, double vaxxed and boosted vaccinated, meaning three shots. So they're all vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And then prior to showing up at my house, I'm having all of them take uh, he's given them all test kits. So Take the test to make sure you're all negative. And if you are double vaxxed, boosted and negative, then come to the house and we'll have all the windows open. Easy peasy. And it's not that sounds like a wonderful. That must be a wonderful. (laughs) Sounds like a bright and sparkly time. Yeah. So I'm I'm, and and why and don't and you maybe wear masks and goggles and the face shield and gloves. The 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 other option is to go stand with a bunch of other symptomatic people if your host doesn't give you a test. That's right. You can stand right. in a line with a bunch of other symptomatic people stand. for six or seven hours. That'll get, that'll fix it for you. And I was also thinking since the windows are open, I guess you would need to wear uh, a mask and gloves. Yeah, the windows, the windows do the job. It's kind of cold. I and- hope this is in the Northeast so that they can be nice and <laughs> yeah, cozy. I'm pretty sure. How are you? I'm okay. We're doing the, uh, doing the, the sprint to the finish, everybody oh, of oh, Christmas. It's so, so stressful. So the girls and I are packing up. We're going to go to the grandparents' house. They didn't distribute tests to us, so I don't know. Yeah, you, they didn't. They're not going to really, they might do it at the door. They yeah, maybe they the will. Door. Maybe we'll wrap a test at the door. But we are headed down, so I'm packing up this morning and mm-hmm. getting all the things wrapped. Oh, and I discovered that the one present that I had for my brother, who we'll see if he's a listener or not when I tell this story, uh, the one present I had for my brother Yes. Got ruined by the children <gasps> who over several days were very responsibly watering the Christmas tree, but oh. dribbling it on this present. Which oh, is, okay. Which yep. is now waterlogged. So that's right. You have a real tree just as we do. Yes. And and uh, they they are they are being it's kids love to be part of something like that. Like, oh, this is my job to a certain extent, unless your job is cleaning the bathroom. But if your job is like watering a tree, watering plants, that's always fun. I'm surprised it was that and not the water overflow, because that is that's another uh, thing. I think this was just a slow, just a drip across for for probably a week. (laughs) So this requires a rewrapping. You know, I'm or not did sure the, what's it, it, the water went through into the actual? Gift. Oh, it's in the present. Oh, yeah, the, the present itself. It might not be a total loss. We're gonna okay. we're gonna work on it. Did I react to this discovery with perfect Christian, yes. uh, sweetness and, and grace and attitude. Christmas cheer? I did not, Vic. I did not <laughs> react to that. It, way. It's you're allowed. You know what? I'll give you a pass. You get a couple passes. I think to be snappy. Yeah. snappy because it's because it's that time of year <laughs> and you tell the kids don't you understand what's going on here you say sorry oh. to your uncle <laughs> help me out 
And, and sometimes that's what it takes to just get your point across. It certain depends on it depends on. I'm not going to name names in my family, but it really depends on the density of the child. You know, like in terms of reading, <laughs> can you read that I'm getting upset? Oh no, let me turn it up. You know, one is very perceptive, and the other one is like not. We have a similar dynamic really? in this house. One, yeah. I have to go to eleven. The other one is like, yeah, what, that's exactly what. A hundred percent. All right, now listen, Vic. We could talk about the news this week, but why? Yeah, why? We let. Yeah, we could talk about the fact that after January 15, there are going to be checkpoints in Washington D.C., <laughs> so you can't even go over the bridge. You know what? That's not giving pass. me. That's not giving me Christmas cheer. So we're not going to do that. No, no. no what no. I've decided today is that we're going to do a, a little a, a one episode installment of my old podcast called A Christmas Ham. Do you have to bleep that because of like copyright purposes? Or no, so. you're allowed to say it. It's my name. <laughs> I'm kidding. It's my uh, name. It's like, you know, when the guys from Top Gear went over and, and when they went over to Amazon, they could not mention certain things and do certain things. You know, it's uh they got to call it Top Gear though. They didn't have to call it like British guys and fast. Cars, no, uh, well, they so. called it, they called it Grand Tour. Oh, did and they? And the crazy thing is, the crazy thing is they had certain segments on the show that, you know, like the 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 other uh the BBC lawyered up and like you can't do certain segments. And so, like, they used to have a guest come on the show. And right. so what they would do is you would see the guest in the distance and something would happen and they would never make it there, which is pretty funny. <laughs> uh, in any event, good. I'm, 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 this is great. I love Christmas ham. And I'm, I'm looking forward to this. And I think our readers will enjoy this. Nice little okay, treat. So, so what we do on a Christmas ham is we watch a, usually a bad Christmas movie. And oh, then we talk oh, about it. Dude, um, did we ever. And <laughs> did we boy, ever. did I pick a bad one this time. We watched Babes in Toyland, the 1986 version of yes. this production. Yeah. It was a made-for-TV movie. Would you believe it, Vic? Its first run was 145 minutes long. <laughs> There's more singing and dancing. There was Yikes. more because it's so well done. I mercifully, was, I mean, yeah, I mercifully gave Vic the 90 minute version. So that it is, certainly feels longer. Yeah, yeah. No, I, 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 I do wonder about all the amazing numbers I must have missed. You know, in this version, you know, written by I don't know Sammy Khan. You know, Johnny Mercer, <laughs> some some amazing Cole Porter, and we we will never know now. Okay. We'll never know. But this, it you know, it's really got quite a star lineup, babes. Oh, it does. From it does. It does. Now, Who's in it? This, by the way, this 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 recommendation comes from my husband, so you can blame him. It was what? it was something that he watched on TV in the eighties, oh, and you know, it's man. one of those childhood memories that's just stuck as like this Christmas movie that we enjoyed. <laughs> So so, so I was going to say, so in his mind, this was a fond memory. I think so. And in your mind, but and and it's like, does it hold up or not? I think he realized it probably wasn't what he experienced as a child. And yet when we rewatched it, wow, the, the depths. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, you know, there's, there were a lot of talented actors, as you said, in this movie. And it's amazing that they all agree to do something that is so god awful. So please. So the lead actress, the lead actress is Drew Barrymore, who was, you know, 1986. She's coming off of her E.T. fame. Obviously, she's already very famous because of her family in Hollywood. Uh, So she was the the star of this thing. Yes. A young Keanu Reeves plays Uh. uh, Jack B. Nimble, (laughs) the male lead in this in this tale. And Pat Morita, is yeah. in this movie later on it was Noriyuki Pat Mar- I don't know why he wanted to you know channel his sort of 
his deep Japanese roots right. and, no, and Mr. sell his Mr. name. Miyagi himself. But it's Pat Morita. It's Pat Morita. Mr. Miyagi. And this, keep in mind, this is two years after The Karate Kid. Yes. Yes. So Babes in Toyland, it's it's a Christmas movie that includes, you know, aggressive sexual harassment, a head injury for an 11 year old who does not go to the hospital. You might No, you notice she's concussed. A and I I and the the 80s delights throughout this production. So it begins with a family at Christmas time. The mom is stuck out in traffic somewhere on the road. She calls in on a landline, obviously, uh, to her. We see the payphone is like the first thing you see in this movie. Yes, payphone. Very of the moment. So she calls home to Drew Barrymore, who's like stirring a bowl of uh, something because she we're we're she's we're made being a to good daughter. She's she's a latchkey kid. She's helping out with the other kids. She's, Very eighties, by the way. Yeah, she has too much responsibility for an eleven-year-old. That that kind of thing. And she's seeing off her teenage sister who's working on Christmas Eve at the local toy store. So yes. she she heads out in a snowstorm. Drew Barrymore's at home. There is there are apparently other. There's at least another kid or maybe other children in the house. There was like a younger boy who makes you. He gets a mention only a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> Well, there's a blizzard coming that she hears about, Drew Barrymore hears about on the TV. And so she she needs to go out and warn her sister and get her back. So true 80s style, she uh, she just puts on her coat, leaves the little boy at the house and uh, and heads down to the local. <laughs> she doesn't stay store. home. She's like, I better go to warn them, to warn them to come home. Do they not have a landline at the toy store? No, it, it, this reminds me. This this reminded me. I said this is like a very Dwyer Christmas because that's what they would do. If there's an easy way or a hard way in my <laughs> that's my wife's family, by the way. Dwyer. Yes. If there's an easy way, or hard way. They're doing the hard way. OK, and this is what she did. She did the hard thing, which is go through the blizzard to tell them to come back, to come back. She because walked back a blizzard and then now she needs a ride back. Okay. Yeah. So when she gets to the store, we, we have the setup, which is uh, which is the, the teenage, the beautiful teenage sister working the she checkout is beautiful line. and her love interest Keanu Reeves both work at this toy store and then there's a villain <laughs> who owns the toy store the great Richard Mulligan and wow he he has the hots for this teenage girl and he is not shy about it <laughs> can, can I can I just share his one great line in terms of yes, his harassment please. do you remember this he's there she's the checkout girl right she's checkout she's oh, yes. she's customer whatever she is and she's but she's there in the front and he says to her your personal merchandise is by no means faulty <laughs> it is my favorite line. Great line i'm gonna use that more i'm sure you yeah. are and so she comes he comes over and harasses her she uh she hides her little sister while she's being harassed and to their credit far before the me too movement they stood up for themselves they did she said you don't talk to my sister like that good for drew yes and and then the sister was like yeah that's right don't call me beautiful angel eyes and talk about how i need to please you and not my my love interest who works in the toy department <laughs> toy store with me by the way like you're not you're not beating out keanu reeves here buddy this is a this is a Keanu Reeves in his prime, okay? Oh not, no, dude, do tell. Any age is not Keanu Reeves. Do prime, tell, but... do tell. This is like, yeah, uh, he was twenty two. He was twenty two year old Keanu Reeves. You ain't you ain't getting anything over on him. So, and such a nice young man. So He's Keanu Reeves sweet. comes to the rescue as well, and these guys head out into the night. She says, "I'm I'm leaving the store. You cannot keep me here." 
it's Christmas Eve. This is dangerous. You should tell all the customers to go home. And he's like, no, no, I'm greedy. I have to make them all my money because he's an 80s villain. So he has to both be greedy and sexually <laughs> harassy. And Drew Barrymore the best comes, of both worlds, really. Drew Barrymore comes to the rescue once again by announcing on the PA that there's a blizzard coming and everybody should get out of there. And so they all start heading out of the store where, by the way, teddy bears were priced at $29.99. Is that how much? Is that how much? The, the one that he's trying to push to sell yes. if you got to buy these in 20 to $30 in 1986? $30 in 1986 for a teddy bear. Is that is that? a yet another signifier of his avarice or was it was just or were teddy bears just much more valuable back then uh, no uh, was it a big one i can't remember how big the teddy bear was it was medium size yeah no 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 that's a ripoff <laughs> so they head out into the night keanu Reeves says good news guys i believe he says my jeep has four-wheel drive it's not a jeep it's a suzuki <laughs> it's a um, suzuki samurai <laughs> which is notorious for flipping over my husband, a Jeep owner, was deeply offended by this. Did he enjoy that? The, the, did he like the canvas side? Because it's just, it's very cold in there. It's very cold. I had, I knew so, a guy who had that car. They all pile into the Suzuki, including this uh, portly friend of theirs, because you have to have a portly friend in an 80s movie. Googie Gress. Yes. The actor. <laughs> Pod, I'm, Pod should enjoy this episode. So the Jonah ahead. Hill of his, of his yes. day. Yes. They all pile into the quote unquote Jeep together off into the blizzard. And this is when things really get exciting because Drew Barrymore at one point unzips the soft top the on canvas. this thing, which is a mistake. Why? And they're driving along singing a song, which if we can play it without anybody coming after us, you know, somebody's going to lawyer up over the Cincinnati song. Just a clip. Yes. It's like, I think you're allowed a good seven seconds of this gold. No, this is going to be the best Christmas in the history of the world. Right here in Cincinnati. Welcome to glorious Cincinnati, Queen of Ohio's Alpine Ski Resorts. I come from I mean, they're singing a song because we suddenly realize this is a musical. And Keanu Reeves loses control of the vehicle and our friend Drew Barrymore goes flying out the back on a sled, which she had just purchased from the uh, toy store for Christmas and collides with a tree. Yes. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. And again, you, you know, this just, you know, they, they proved this, I think probably at the time on like a 2020, you know, special investigation about the Suzuki Samurais. And, <laughs> and sure enough, they proved it because boom, she popped right out. Popped right out of there. Now, I, you know, I need to ask our producer, Alex Nestor, since she is an Ohioan, is, is the Cincinnati really have a song like this? You'll have to look into it and, and listen to the song. Is it real or did they just write this song? Right. Am I, you know what I'm saying, Mary Catherine? Yeah. Like I, certain it cities must have, have songs. been for this movie. Right. It was so random that I thought, you know, is, is there some deep history here? But it doesn't seem that there is. Have you heard that song before, Alex? I know you're from a different you're from a different city, but uh... yeah, I am not from Cincinnati. So keep that in mind. But I've never thankfully, I've never heard that. In my life. I've I've been to Cincinnati. I've never heard that Sunday thing that I remember. It's Cincinnati used to be called Porkopolis. It is because that's where the because that was the port. That was a port capital of, of the country because it goes right up the river and you can just, you know, send the hogs down. So. 
well anyway this this song and probably gets several reprisals i mean it is like it did you, you if, if, in case you know once wasn't movie. once wasn't enough it came back later the- to save the day but anyway i'm sorry to uh interrupt so so she fell she fell out and she gets she knocked out, out in a sort of wizard of oz moment right and then we end up in toyland now toyland you know has all these characters from nursery rhymes that you'll remember uh and they're all in freaky deaky furry outfits it was like a furry convention it was it was as if someone had just borrowed a bunch of sort of stock costumes and put them on extras they're, they're there's nothing there's nothing uh, bespoke for this movie. It does not seem. This right? was, I, this did not have a high budget feel to it. No. No, and as soon as they land, we find out, of course, in a, again, Wizard of Ozzy sort of style that all of these characters from that we've just been introduced to are in the fantasy land. They live in Toyland. But she doesn't seem to recognize them as that. She doesn't see like her mother or her friends in them, right? She sort of is just yeah, she she seems to recognize who's good and bad, but she doesn't it's make like, hey, I know you. No. So our our villain, the store owner, is named Barnaby here. And he, we find out very quickly, has a forced marriage planned with with our heroine, the, the very uh, young, the, the teenage checkout girl, uh, her sister. And the, the the way he has been able to manage this, even though she's in love with 22 year old Keanu Reeves, Jack B. Nimble, is that her mother owes him a mortgage, I guess. Or <laughs> that's how it was done back then. You know, <laughs> I can't pay the mortgage. This is this is like this is like the spinal tap song bent for the rent, you know, the one from Spinal Tap. That's what's going on here. Okay. Well, the mother, the mother has is Mother Hubbard, and she's got a, as you know, a lot of children. Yes. And the, the oldest Eileen Brennan. The oldest apparently needs to be sold off. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so this this wedding is imminent to Barnaby and uh, Drew Barrymore gets wind of it. And being the the hero that she is, decides I got to stand up for these people. So she goes to the wedding in the town center, surrounded by all the freaky deaky teddy bears and geese and Barnaby dressed in. I don't know, like a crow outfit. Yes, it's very it's very strange. It's like a crow outfit, except for and he has. He has the one long thumbnail, like the coked out. Oh, fingernail, yeah, he has that long is, black is thumbnail. What, that, 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 yeah, that's right. Oh, yeah, Alex is trying to pick. Is the pinky? It's the pinky. Yeah. So his yeah, is yeah. the thumb and it's massive and black. And so and I black. mean, you could fit a lot in there. That's like Scarface level snort. And, snort. and he lives in a bowling ball. Yeah. Strangely. That too. Anyway, he proceeds down the aisle to marry the young maiden. And Keanu Reeves is looking on so sad, but doing nothing really disappointingly. I, I was waiting for him to just say like, whoa, you know, excellent. But he didn't. He's just standing there. I'm like, do something. You know, you were do in speed. S- well, no. we find out that the reason he can't do anything is I, I think because he owns a cookie factory that is also in danger yes. of passing ownership to, to Barnaby. Barnaby has got his. That's right. He's the uncle. Yes. He's he's the uncle of Keanu Reeves. Yes. The uncle and- of John Wick. And, and John Wick can't hold on to the cookie factory unless he allows this marriage to go forward, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. So it's he confusing. restrains himself. And then there are the people hold him back because, well, go ahead. Yeah, because you can't cross Barnaby. But you know who no, can't no. cross Barnaby is Drew Barrymore. So Drew, Drew, Drew Barrymore stands up and, and ends this ceremony. 
and says, look, these two are in love. You can't, you can't do this. And then we, then we move into sort of like a act two. Yes. Which if you, if you thought it couldn't get any worse than act one, you know, we got a treat for you. So, <laughs> so, so now, now what does the plot become that, uh, we learn about oh. the cookie factory. Yes, yes. We go over to the cookie factory, which looks like if I had painted two tables and put them in my office behind me here. Like that's the yes. level of set yes. building it... we're talking about. That's right. And Barnaby in his zeal to take down Keanu Reeves, to take down John Wick. Yes. <laughs> frames right. him, frames him for stealing cookies from the cookie factory. Yeah, cakes. It's everything, right? It's these giant things and the boxes and so he does this. There's like a hatch in the ground. There's a there's a there's a there's a secret. There's floor, a trap door, a which trap you door, would think trap door. that Keanu Reeves, who allegedly is running this cookie factory, All would have time. known about. But he's been walking over this trap door the whole time and mm -hmm. doesn't know that it could be used for these nefarious ends, and yet it is. So it's, it's a frame job. <laughs> so the cookies and cakes go down the trap door. And we find out that down there is where that's like Barnaby's dominion. And it's very dark and it has a lot of JV Muppets that live down there. Yes, JV Muppets. That's right. <laughs> like really, it's like Fraggle Rock, but yeah, but not so much worse. <laughs> yes. I mean, there were better movies like that at the time or, or like the Dark Crystal, for example. Yeah, that was a you thing know, in the 80s was, where everybody was like, was I'm going to be Jim Henson. Muppety. Yeah, yes, that's right. It's no, very Muppet. It was Muppety. But I mean, there are people in them, those outfits. Just think you were you could have been an extra as a scary tree. I would have been I would have been proud of that. Look <laughs> at me. You know what I was I, you know what I did think? The yeah. actress who plays opposite Keanu Reeves. Yes. Was not in a lot of other things. Oh, but she, and, it was, you know what, Mary Catherine, it's quality, not quantity. But here's the thing. If I, as a young actress, didn't quite really get my break and, but I was in Babes in Toyland and I did make out with Keanu Reeves at 22, mm -hmm. I would be telling my grandchildren about it, which she may have at this point. So, you know, she was in the movie called Cutting Class. Okay. Uh, is that a dirty, dirty 80s teen comedy? It's not. It's, like it was it a is. horror, but, you know, horror in the 80s means nudity as well. I mean, it's a little bit of both. It's a little bit of everything. It was rated R and her boyfriend in that movie is Brad Pitt. Young oh. Brad Pitt. Well, look, and this girl is killing This is it. what's amazing because then she gets to say years later oh yeah well i starred opposite brad pitt and keanu reeves isn't yeah, that crazy? what a resume yes she was also in a movie called stepfather but that's not really for this kind of podcast so <laughs> no I'm just it was also, also rated r by the way but that's a whole other story jill sholin was her name jill very, that's a career very, that's a very, career girl right there very she's very attractive <laughs> so jill Please. go I'm, on i'm proud i'm proud of you jill so then in in attempting to i think exonerate Jack B. Nimble slash John Wick. We go and find the toy maker. No, the toy master. Uh, yes, he's really a Zen master, if you know what I mean. The toy master. And we find Mr. Miyagi is the toy master. And he, yeah. in this, in Babes in Toyland, this is where all the toys for all the boys and girls are made. So what we have here, Vic, you're welcome, is an Asian Santa. Resp representation matters. I was really surprised by that. And, you know, I mean, we'll get to the end. Spoiler alert. 
<laughs> he turns out the toy master Santa, but no, we'll get to that in the end. I don't want to ruin it for you guys. I'm, you know, Pamarita is a great actor and may he rest in peace. And, and he was great in the karate kid. I loved him as Arnold in the early happy days. Uh, and I hope this was a good paycheck. That's all I have to say. I hope it was a good paycheck. I don't think it required that much work. They did film this, right? They filmed it outside of Munich. They filmed this in Bavaria they, for some they reason. They did. This it's clearly Germany. a lot in Germany somewhere. Yeah, yeah it's the forest. It's, 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 got German <laughs> fo- it's a German forest. And they're tooling around. By the way, did you notice, uh, as I was saying, that a lot of the, the costumes seem recycled. There was a legit high school mascot lion just running around. <laughs> Who had a they football jersey yeah, sure. on? Whatever works. Yeah, just, just he was put there. it in there. That's right. He was That's there right. helping out. That's- so Pat Morita, who does have one funny line where he says, uh, when he finds out they're from Cincinnati, he says, "You must be very proud of Pete Rose." Yeah. <laughs> now, I, and I forgot when you know because because she talks about Pete Rose as well. Yeah. I and mean, she's talking to the uh, the the judge. Justice yeah. She's like she's like let me let me tell Pete you all Rose. about this. So at one point, uh, Keanu Reeves is jailed, but they break him out of jail and then somehow everybody ends up down in the dungeon slash uh That's correct uh lair of barnaby Barnaby's they, all, they fall plan. down the trap door i think and yeah but in a different captured. location it was like in the woods that they fell down anyway yeah no he he he's running all of toyland it yeah. seems and has many many entries to it's his cavernous. terrible to his terrible lair yes. where we discover that he wants to turn them into a troll army or something. That's right. right? He, yes. It's like, it's like the uh, Island of Dr. Moreau, you know I mean? So they have this, the, the, this, this vial, a vial of evil. Is that what it is? Yeah, I think so. And the toy and master Pat, has collected all the evil. Pat Morita has been collecting the evil. And I'm like, why did we put it all in one place? I don't know. I would have buried it like in, like a Yucca mountain. That's where, <laughs> exactly. that's where you put the evil. That's where you put the evil. I mean, in I Yucca guess mountain. Mr. Miyagi thought he could, protect it but it turns out he didn't he he got he got held up for his bottle of evil and the yeah. bottle of evil is down in the lair now with all of our heroes mm-hmm. and the the weird muppets yes and it's a green gas it's a green gas that goes everywhere and turns mm-hmm. them into these trolls yeah so i they, don't know what it is why green is a bad thing uh, uh re- re- reflects uh, is a bad thing or or an omen because if you remember in the 10 commandments the angel of death appears as a green gas so it's a green yeah. gas. If you see neon, green gas, run. Well, don't, neon, don't. I think neon green is foreboding, yes. right? Oh, yes. yes. Like Slimer. Although yes. Slimer was ulti- right. ultimately in the, uh, at least in the cartoon series, friendly. Okay. Um, <laughs> Not in the movie. So. <laughs> no, I, and I also think neon green was a very 80s thing, right? We had, yes. you know, everything yeah. was yeah, neon, neon green for a while true. there. That's true. Glow in the dark. Yes. It was the, it yes. was the hip thing. So they're getting possessed and they're turning into trolls, except for Drew Barrymore, because she's so pure of heart that she can't turn into a troll, apparently. Oh, I believe she said, oh, because uh, she's immune to it because she's not from there. Is that what she said? Yeah. And she got boosted. (laughs) (laughs) So so anyway, so anyway, she's fine. But the other people should be doomed, right? They should be doomed. They should be. What happens? You know what saves them, Vic? The Cincinnati song saves them. She sings the Cincinnati song. They sing along with her. And when they realize uh, that she's from CINC, and I'm not going to attempt to spell the whole thing because I don't know the song that well or how to spell the name of the city, they all sort of come back to themselves. 
and they are they are saved again not Keanu could be pulling a little more weight here I gotta say yes he I think but it's a great testament to the acting chops to be able to just get through this movie between <laughs> the fake like oh I'm being sort of like the, the evil gas is getting me I mean I guess you, what you tell yourself in, in, in your mind is that this is a kids movie therefore it's okay to be just like eh I yes. think if, if you go into it, it's a made-for-TV movie for for kids, and yes. and that that was yeah, that was that was a hard scene to get through. <laughs> Just put it to you that way. <laughs> so they so they are they are not trolls, but then they must pretend to be trolls. That was levels oh, right. on, yes, yes, levels, course, on levels. Yeah, levels on uh, levels. Levels on levels. That that's like the you know when you have to do like the acting. It's like yes. two levels of acting there. It's really yes. Good. Do you do you think they do you think they they probably they probably didn't depart from their characters at all during the filming of all of this? It was very method. It was very um, <laughs> and so so they pretend to be trolls to get out into the open again because he thinks they're part of his troll army that's going to take over all of Toyland and yes. the cookie factory. Yes. I think just for evil's sake, there was not there's not really like a goal, is there? It's just evil no, is good. And so it's yes, it, well, he is and he wants the whole town to be, right? right. I mean, that's, that's so he's far. gonna take over Toyland and all the freaky deaky teddy bears with his evil. And so they head out into the open on the lot where they're filming and out of the bowling ball. And once they get there, they realize that they gotta go to the toy master again because he can help them save the day surely right mm -hmm. so they go talk to him and they realize that what the issue is mm -hmm. and why they can't escape the evil the is that is that drew barrymore has grown up too fast and she does not have enough christmas spirit childlike spirit to get us through this and so she has to sort of dig deep and find her love of yes. teddy bears and stuff and then that's what's gonna animate what an army of toy soldiers, Vic. That's right. That's right. And I, I guess this is, I'm not going to say, I guess I know, you know, I mean, the 1934, uh, the uh, March of the wooden soldiers, right. It's right. Laurel and Hardy. And, and that is a beloved classic. So this is the eighties take on it, but if you had to choose, you might want to choose Laurel and Hardy. So, there so are, again, there, they are, come, there are several versions of this and yes, I would uh, recommend any correct. of them over this one, but this one, Apparently, though, there are a couple of uh, songs from the original 1903 uh, compositions that are that are sewn through this. Oh, yes. I, it, it, the worst thing was it was like it, yeah, I was humming it at the house. Right. And I'm not going to hum it here for you. Which I'm not but, sure. Yeah. They sh I'm not sure they should have done that to those songs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's it is. It is what it is. So. so we're out on the lot where they're filming with all the all the various furries and high school mascots. Yes. And. And it really, battle. I mean, it really looks as if I had taken the tiny townhouse backyard that we have and made it into a movie set. That's what it looks like. And eventually Keanu Reeves and, and Drew Barrymore and everybody get the wooden soldiers moving in the right direction to push the evil trolls out of town through a gate, which is just doesn't seem very impervious at all. It's just a, just a wooden gate. Uh, well, it, 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 it's more secure than some sections of this country. Ah, that's right. He said it, folks. I had to go there. I can't believe it on Christmas. I got political. Go ahead. So, so. The, the teddy bear cops push them out along with the wooden soldiers and evil is vanquished, I guess. Is that the, is that the yeah, end? Yeah, and they, and they devour their own. Well, oh, I don't think they actually right. devour Richard, Bell, but he's like, I don't control them anymore. And then, oh, and then, they and then they're banished to, to the forest. To the forest. So, and you know what it is? Don't go to the forest. 
I know, and make the, the forest will be evil, no. but that's normal for a fairy tale. So it's that's cool. They know to stay away from the forest. That, that's right. And and then oh, and then they and then happily ever after because uh, then they finally go through with the real wedding. Yes. Then they have the real wedding. I almost forgot. Keanu Reeves, much like myself, should be dark haired. He has some blonde highlights in this film. I that noticed I'm, that. I'm not, not a fan. Sure, I'm not sure what's going on with the blonde highlights. Yeah, I said Keanu and Keanu and I don't need those. We need to stick with the dark hair. <laughs> So he marries, he marries his love. It's very beautiful. The mom, by the way, whose character I actually quite enjoyed, Mother Hubbard. Mother the, Hubbard. Yeah, well, the Mother Hubbard. She, Hubbard. She's always scamming for a man because she's trying to. Yes. <laughs> she's trying yes. to marry. Look she's trying for- to like, like nail down Barnaby. And mm-hmm. then she's after the magistrate. She's, she's That's working. Right. Well, I mean, and she's got like 12 kids, right? So, you know. Gotta do what yeah. you gotta do. Mother yeah, Hubbard in her shoes. That's right. I thought Mother, I, I assumed she was Catholic. I just. <laughs> <laughs> so many kids, you know, anyway. Um, so, so as soon as they're married, Mr. Mr. Miyagi comes out with his sleigh and his reindeer. Because, right, because, because she, uh, Drew Barrymore says, I wish I had a chance to thank the toy master before she gets on her way back to real world to earth. And who is the, the Santa turns around and it's Mr. Oh. Miyagi. It's the toy master. So Pat Morita, that's what I think. I said, well, it was a big reveal to me. It was a big reveal. <laughs> you didn't, I, you didn't I, suspect I, this at all. No, I didn't suspect this at all. It was like, it was like the crying game. I was so shocked. It was, you know, <laughs> it's like, what? Asian Santa. Although I myself what? have played Santa. I have been, played Santa a few in my life. Not like, like, you know, like locally, usually for just S's and giggles, as we say. It's a <laughs> yes, family yes. Show. S's and giggles. And and usually have a little bit of eggnog. So, uh, you know, it was nice to see someone else represented, represented, you as you said. And then and then and then they fly away in a scene that was like a direct. It was like Greece. The ending yes. of Greece, it was, where the it was cars exactly. going in the sky, and, it, and, and it's exactly as uh, well. No, it's more low rent because they 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 just have a shot of Drew Barrymore right. up against a blue screen that that's looks right. like the sky going bye everyone, bye everyone. And then they switch screen. back to them to a still shot. I mean, it is there's no animating going on, and when they are on the green screen or whatever it was that they used yes. in 1986, when they are on the green screen, it is horrendous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's they're barely cut out. They're yeah, cut out like no, you, my children cut out gingerbread men. And, and then and then and then and then what happens after? Well, and then well, and then they go across the moon, which is a nice ET homage. Oh, I, I didn't I didn't pick up that little that little uh, yeah, little hat to pick. And then they land back in the real world. Yeah. Okay, so she's she ends up back at her house on the couch because when someone is slingshotted out of a suzuki on a sled into a tree into a tree please bring her into the couch you take her to your wallpapered 80s living room mm-hmm. and lay down on the green couch and just wait till she wakes up that you, say, you know why you save a lot of money <laughs> you don't true. have to go to the hospital and uh her no mom insurance. is back in her mom is back in town at this point and drew barrymore wakes up and asks about little johnny or little joey i can't remember which and she says it's fine he's upstairs asleep <laughs> I know I heard that too, and I thought, wait, there was somebody else. Yes, oh, there's yeah. another kid that she's supposed to be taking care of. Yeah, great. When she goes sure. to the store. Yeah, well, yes. again, it's very 80s. He very. he he he's probably in his own world <laughs> with his own adventure. Yes, he had his own head injury and went somewhere that night. What I find so amazing is this this came out on television in 1986. It is a reminder that, you know, 
1986 was a great movie year, right? right? 1986. I talk about this all the time. And I think I even wrote about it once in a casual column at the standard in 1986, you had top gun, you had aliens, Ooh, right? James Cameron's nice. aliens. You had Ferris Bueller's day off. Right. Oh, wow. You had about last night, which is one of my favorite movies of all time with Rob Lowe and Demi Moore. And then uh, you even had Crocodile Dundee. You had it was just and Platoon and you had Oliver Stone's Platoon in 86. And that very year, this comes out. Really? Yep. It's uh, it reminds you. It's like we have nostalgia. The older I get, I'm always like, oh, you know, and I hear this from people older than me all the time talking about it. Now, you know, the music was so much better back then. You know, in your mind, all you do is remember the good stuff. You forget the bad things. And one of those bad things, Babes in Toyland. That's <laughs> one of them. <laughs> Labyrinth also came out that year. That's another. Um, what, what came out that year? Labyrinth came out. Oh, that, yeah. Well, there you go. Year. I just mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. Uh, yeah. So another. He, that was actual Jim Henson, right? That wasn't yes. JV Jim Henson. Yes. No, 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 no. <laughs> I get, I, although I do get confused between Labyrinth and the, the crystal, uh, the dark crystal. Well, they're both foreboding. There's a lot. There should be yes. neon gas all over those. Well, because and- Gary. That's that's right. Very scary. And Dark uh, Crystal traumatized a lot of children in the 80s. I guess. I guess yeah. it did. I had seen a lot worse by then because we had HBO. Of course. Because <laughs> I had already seen a lot of bad movies. The, the other interesting thing to think about is uh, what, what, what did you think? What did you think about Drew Barrymore's acting? She was a little uh, paint by numbers. It was like, but you know, that it's very child actory. You know. But I think she was more, I felt like she was more natural in E.T., but she's older now. And she's trying a little also, harder. This is also, she had also done Firestarter, which is a great movie. Is oh, Stephen she based had been on in this. that already? Yes. Oh, she, yeah, with her firepowers. And, and now she's 11 when this movie comes out. She, she started drinking at 11. And mm. I mean, she started drinking earlier. Maybe because, she wrote this movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. You know, this is, it's nothing to me. You know, this is know, it's no joke. You know, Mary Catherine, this is no joke. It's and, not uh, a joke. And it's, it's, and it's also, I would like to note that both, first of all, Keanu Reeves doing great. The Matrix, the new Matrix is out right I now. Just, I'm watching it right um, now. Not, not, I mean, not right now while we're taping. I mean, just. Drew Barrymore has quite a popular talk show. She's, she, oh. and she's looking great. Her so movies. I would, like to, I would like to age like Drew Barrymore. Her older we're, movies we're are very wonderful. Age. Never Been Kissed is a great movie. And uh, no, I no, you're fine. Uh, so but she she was smoking and drinking already at age 11. And, and then she started doing drugs at age 12. So, I mean, you're entering into this area for her. So when you see it, you know, it's weird to think about it. And Keanu, Keanu was three years away from doing Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure and Parenthood in the same year. And so it, what amazes what I always think about are people who are in these movies and they starred with these big stars like but when they weren't famous, like Keanu Reeves. And I always wonder how, what that must, it must be very weird, you know, to yes. think like, you know, when you're in with these people and somebody becomes a megastar, you know, I mean, Richard Mulligan was a great, you know, TV actor. He was on soap and Eileen Brennan. I loved her. She was in private. She was Benjamin. very funny in this. I have yes. She's very good. She was in Bri- private Benjamin. If you haven't seen the Goldie Hawn private ben- Benjamin, oh, it's worth it. That. And uh, she was in a lot of other movies too, like the big picture, the last picture show and uh, the sting. Uh, and then what? she had a terrible car accident. And so this is after the accident, but she was still oh. good. She was still good. Yeah, she was. She was very funny. I, if you if you wish to stream this, it is on Amazon, so you can go look it up. Right. I mean, the reason. Yes, that's right. The reason why we're doing this is because it's on Amazon, so all of you can share in the pain. You can share in this pain. This. Steve, uh, Steve said, my husband said, by the way, that one of his as a kid, they drive these little these little cars around town. So they're yes. you know, kids just driving cars around this little movie set. 
and they're goofy pink purple you know candy looking cars and he said as a kid he was like that's so cool all he wanted to do was drive one of those little cars around i think if you were a kid watching it you'd be like i wish i were them and of course you look there's keanu you know spinning around in this thing and with a straight face which is really which is really impressive also if you're you know it's a short movie in my quadrant scale. It does. It's like a plus. It's like an hour, a little over an hour and a half, I think. Yes. A little Although, over an hour. Yeah. I will say it feels a little longer. It felt like it felt like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's an epic. We can only hope for the second and third. And okay. Many parts, many parts it, it, to come. Okay. Really, really quickly, because we only have like a, a yes. minute left. Do you have, any, you know, do you have any toys left? They talk about believing in toys. Do you have any toys left like for you do you keep anything around yes i do actually i have i have a bunny that i received the day i was born oh uh and it's in my kids room because i was born around easter so i have i had a lot of bunnies as a kid and this one in particular this is this will teach you a good lesson about your kids that thing has survived for 41 years i put it down in my kids room and it lost an ear within like two weeks i'm like that oh this thing is old like don't it's a metaphor for what's happening to me anyway (laughs) And Your then wife I also, is falling apart. Yeah. I also have a little blue devil that I got when I was eight because I was a Duke fan. Uh-huh. I remain a Duke fan. Hate, hate away, people. We just got lost. A a, we just lost a lot of listeners. But continue, please. <laughs> when I was eight, and that he's he's still around. Wonderful. Yeah. Was there anything else you were going to add? I'm sorry. I, 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 no, I but you should it. say real quick. Oh, if you, have what, any I, you know what? They, my my son has them all. I, I I guess, and a lot of them are still at my parents' house. I have a large collection of uh, G.I. Joes. And nice. the problem is the ones from the 80s, not the bigger dolls, but the smaller ones, they were connected by rubber bands, which over time they just break because of, you know, it's rubber bands. And so now you just have a lot of legs and a lot of torsos. But the, but the Star Wars ones, I do have the Kenner Star Wars action figures. I still have them. And uh, the only problem is I should have never taken them out of the box. Yeah. Right. That's so you'd be a rich man, Vic. Yeah. I wish I still had my Thundercats. We had a Thundercats mountain. <laughs> yes. You were and big a, on and that a little, show. A little raceway that went through it. It was wow. It was good stuff. Yeah. All right. Thundercats go. That was probably Christmas of '86, actually. Now that I think of it, <laughs> it's all coming together. Merry, uh, Merry Catherine Ham. Merry Christmas to you. Merry Christmas to you. And Merry uh, Christmas to Alex. Yes. Our producer. You can find me at MK Hammer or at MK on Twitter and at MK Hammer Time on Instagram. You can stream this movie on Amazon if you wish, but really our synopsis is all you need. That's it. And don't forget, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And you can follow me as well on Twitter at Victorina Mattis. All right. Take care, everybody. This has been a Nebulous Media Podcast. Okay.